0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Sink Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and who are you? You're James Barron. Oh,
1: it's me. Who, who am yeah. I? Who, who? Am I? Who, who? It's me, James Barron. Hi. How's it going? Uh- <laughs>
0: going well how are you i got
1: sort of lost in my own joke there i got trapped within <laughs> a spiral of referencing the who briefly because the, uh, the movie that we watched this week is the who's film tommy
0: yes a um movie designed to sync up to a uh classic rock album kind of. but just a completely different one yeah. to the one we want we listened to yes yes Oh, my goodness. How did you find this movie?
1: Well, this movie was a suggestion from a dear friend of the show and listener, uh, Robin Thomas. Uh, Bobby, shout yes. out to you for suggesting this movie to us. Um, yeah, had never heard of it before, but had, they they had uh, waxed lyrical about it to me several times that we had to watch it yeah. for the show, and I can see why, because... <laughs> oh yeah. What an adventure, Gareth. What a what a time to be alive. My goodness.
0: Uh Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was I've been uh, like this this month because it's still October as we're recording. Yeah. I've been like watching a lot of like bad slasher movies and listening to like scary music like clipping and mm-hmm. um like soundtracks to Halloween and stuff. This felt like stepping into the coolest bath. It was such a like wow. Such a bizarre, strange feeling. Like if the bath was full of like smoke, that was also water. Whoa. That's watching Tommy to Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Yeah. You watched it with and without Pink Floyd. I did, yeah. So my watch consisted of
1: me watching it. Normally, as as regular humans would, <laughs> yeah, sans Pink Floyd first, and then immediately following it up with no break whatsoever into watching it again with Pink Floyd. Wow. playing
0: <laughs> So like, and then due to like weird kind of scheduling, you've now waited pretty much a week to talk oh, about us, mate. I've
1: been sitting on this one for a while. It was quite the experience, <laughs> and I can't wait to to run it all down with you here on the pod. oh uh, yes.
0: So I only watched it with the Floyd, yeah. but I watched it with Pink Floyd twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay, I love that.
0: This morning I was just really craving it because, like, right. I kind of I went back into my like slasher film world for a little longer, mm-hmm. and then I was like no i need to relax i need why am i so anxious all the time oh because i'm scared of being slashed i
1: cannot believe that this is a relaxation period for you this film like that really makes no sense to me at all (laughs) (laughs) but i i do love it it's like it seems like your perspective has been warped by like weeks of slasher movies (laughs) potentially yeah and
0: months of dark side of the moon
1: Uh, yeah maybe it is, yeah. it is like coming home, I must say, watching a movie too. Yes. Uh, with, with the old Floyd playing. I went to the cinema again last night and it was like such a novelty for me to, to watch a movie without Pink
0: Floyd playing. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm finding I'm getting really into soundtracks and scores now yeah. because they're an alternative. Yeah. Like I'm finally noticing them in a way I never really used to. Yeah, we're a, it's a heightened appreciation for music <laughs> that that isn't <laughs> yeah. Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh my god oh. this film is also it's very much in a sweet spot between I think both of us that we haven't really covered on this podcast which is movies from the 70s where you kind of feel like they're illegal like yeah, 3 Deva Dam fell into that as well but just mm-hmm. this weird like found artifacts back kind of before blockbusters where they would spend a lot of money on something this weird and abstract yeah right it's like yeah. bits of this feel
1: almost exploitative of like actors yeah. and just regular people. Um and potentially the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's kind of wild like thinking about all the all the money and stuff that goes into making the like these kind of films that just would never happen these days.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really
1: cool, I thought. Like it's just yeah. it's such a wild movie and there's so much to talk about
0: (laughs) yeah um if you don't know this movie it is yeah it's an adaptation of this of an album from 1969 nice um that uh it was a story very vaguely fleshed out across the album like Pete Townsend from The Who had like a big idea for it but he didn't really cover it all in the album so they've had to flesh it out quite a bit yeah but and you're gonna to have to tell me this is there any dialogue or is it all singing
1: uh there's uh, oh my god i can't actually remember i think it is all sung
0: okay yeah i
1: think everything is sung throughout the movie yeah
0: which is we've had like some movies with little musical moments this is our first time where it's clearly different music to what we're listening to yeah i think the idea is that it's like
1: a full-on like opera right it's yeah yeah, it's it's a rock opera effectively uh uh, yeah my background knowledge of the the album tommy is also fairly loose so it was like kind of a like first time experience for me in that regard and there are i have listened to the album itself post uh Uh, watching this (laughs) twice there are some significant differences so
0: Uh,
1: they had to like flesh out a lot of it also because the the movie is quite a bit longer than the album itself so
0: yeah of course it would be a really
1: weird experience to sync this movie with the album of the same name because it would just be everything but slightly out of sync with itself
0: yeah for sure like the album would get ahead of the movie yeah arguably
1: point this is the better synced experience
0: <laughs> well, i this might be a spoiler but i'm agreeing with you pretty hard on yeah that, right? <laughs> all right <laughs> Sweet. close the box. have podcast. you seen any <laughs> have you ever seen a like a movie or a play adapted from an album before um i don't think so no like officially I No. yeah I'm to... i saw american idiot last year the one based on the green day album oh, wow. that album was massive for me for probably like eight years of my life. That was like once a week, twice a week an album. And the play was pretty average. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's a shame.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's we could delve a whole podcast into this. What Broadway thinks rocking out is oh, yeah. is really strange. It involves a lot of and I it's gonna be hard to describe, but you like kind of fist pump downwards on an angle every I've I've been lucky to see like three kind of rock musicals last year um and lucky is a loose term but they all featured that dance move in unison and it's like you do not see that at a concert it's a classic
1: rock move that we've just all collectively forgotten or like (laughs) intentionally put away from our minds
0: my goodness and Broadway's brave enough to bring it back yeah
1: it's potentially a move from before our time, Gareth. Who's to say?
0: That's true, actually. Who am I to say? Yeah.
1: you too... Ugh. Outlawed for being too dangerous. Yeah. Unless you're in a choreographed Broadway setting.
0: <laughs> it's the only rule from the Footloose Town that actually made it <laughs> to, like, public. <laughs> the Footloose uh, amendments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very important. Ah. Uh i have no segue into it but shall we get into this experience this film this sink yeah man there's no segue needed let's just do it let's dive on in (laughs) yeah um we've got
1: the movie starts off like pretty chill i would say yeah lets you in pretty easy like unlike three never done we've got um (laughs) just the title card and then like the sun setting in front of a silhouetted figure this will come back uh yes uh tommy's uh future father is just chilling out here with um with his mum having some tea in the mountains over breathe it's very serene scenes yeah
0: i'm vibing it's a luxury romance is what i've yeah i'm with you on that
1: there's like chandeliers and stuff when they're like hanging out in the house there's like they make out and make love in a under a waterfall yes yeah very nice
0: which i I don't know. I don't know if that would be as nice as the movie makes
1: it look. Probably but... pretty complicated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, a bit of fun. Who's to say? Should, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with that. <laughs>
0: I'm not yucking any waterfall-based yarn No, absolutely yeah.
1: not. Um, we're getting done. They have a wee dance under the chandelier, and they say, uh, "Run, rabbit, run!" As they are like, there's an emergency going on. World War Two is starting up yeah they're running through the bombed out wreckage of the street gareth and a, in a yeah. big big house pretty intense
0: oh yeah there's some like showgirls that run by with gas masks on, yeah. which is a very like very rock and roll image yeah true like, but yeah quite upsetting yeah it's like
1: what 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 are, what are, these, what are these ladies stories where are they come from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're very well coordinated with one another so it's fine oh yes um anyway uh tommy's dad gets sent off to like uh fight as a pilot in world war ii and he yeah dies in the dies in his plane there's a bit where his like well like supposedly his face gets like all burned up and the window smashes uh and on the run is like playing here like just before this when he like leaves for war on train like Mm. starts there and then we get like the war sequence with like his mum climbs into, like, a little bed that's in a cage.
0: Yeah, this confused me so much. Yeah. I was like, oh, this will come back, and it doesn't. No,
1: I feel like this is potentially a metaphor for something that the audience doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get what this means. It's, like, definitely, like, it, it looks like a symbol for something. Mm. But I'm not, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know
0: yeah it's fine. maybe it's a metaphor for the nature of metaphors you know hey all right i'm into it <laughs>
1: uh yeah the like bombs are falling and smashing up uh the place the the photo of the dad smashes and also yeah. also his plane goes down and like fire's burning his face it's a bad time
0: yeah as pink floyd say live for today gone tomorrow yeah his plane goes down and the screen flashes to white mm.
1: very good yeah. Uh, so we like flash forward and th- the mum is working like making munitions for the war like yeah mm. she's uh, putting the, all the little uh, silver balls into the um, into the I don't know what you call them like little shells I guess um, yeah like mortar shells the, I do like that this is like the first instance of the recurring um, like silver ball motif of the movie the pin, yes. the pin balls yeah. like start here she gets the news that the dad has been killed in action and like faints and there's just like these silver balls falling all over the place it's pretty cool yeah nice we shot
0: uh yes yeah. yeah very 70s rock opera vibe
1: yeah and that that happens over the crash sound and on the run as well so yeah happy with that um yeah unfortunately the clocks don't line with anything which like immediately after that but that's fine
0: Oh, get, uh, Tom... I'll disagree with you on that. Really? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Tommy's being bored. Yes. And um, it's also when the war's finished, and a character says, "Hear the joyful celebrations in the streets," but all we're hearing is these clocks covering this <laughs> <All right>. completely. <laughs> so it's probably more of an anti-same. Okay. But I and I liked it. I wrote the clocks and then rewrote clocks in a big shaky hand to be like they're scary. They are scary. That's true. <laughs> I like that. You- <laughs> You're like the, the writings of
1: a man just like shaking your hand as you as you write down clocks multiple times love it
0: Uh this one's nuts as well because i like because i did it twice mm. there's notes over top of my other notes oh and pencil God. and like yeah can we release these like cliff's <laughs> notes to the public or is that was it too shameful i think so or should i like bury them and then like oh. years from now they'll wash up on a beach and someone will find them and be like what luxury romance to breathe dad question mark gets on a train <laughs> yeah there you go seems like someone's clocks, screenplay clocks, and clocks. they accidentally yeah. like
1: recreate tommy but like loosely whoa be into it
0: whoa yes i love that
1: yeah okay uh we've got next is the i've noted that this shot uh coming into the the like the bernie's holiday camp It's very um, Wes Anderson style, this whole, like, sequence, actually. Like, everyone in their costumes and, like, uh, it's framed, like, dead centre of frame and it's it's all mirrored. It feels very Wes Anderson-y, this whole sequence, actually. Um, Yeah. A little bit off-kilter, though, because of the, like, uh, old Uncle Frank here. He's not, like, acting too awful yet, but he he will very soon. He's such
0: a weird one, eh? He does, like some pretty unforgivable things but then he's also like kind of nice i don't know he's like really creepy
1: at least at the start yeah um yeah he's like they do the um the like lovely legs competition (laughs) (laughs) which is just great honestly
0: (laughs) yeah so this is like tommy's grown up and he's going to this camp and yeah, there's the Lovely Legs competition, which syncs quite well to Time by Pink Floyd. Yeah,
1: scarily well.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is when I was kind of wondering, like, is there only, like, a couple dances you can do to, like, old rock music? Potentially, yeah. Like, yeah, this kind of, like, kind of shaking it, moving your leg, and of course the diagonal thing that's been recently outlawed.
1: yeah like my rock show move is just like pogoing which i don't think has been yeah. relevant for like the last <laughs> 20 years i think i'm like one of the few people that's still pogo <laughs>
0: uh, i love a good pogo yeah but it kind of went out with the 90s ska revival yeah, man. Eh? i'm just
1: waiting for it to be re-revived the re-revival yeah. of ska that's all i want gareth
0: you want someone to take ska music's advice and pick it up pick it, pick it up
1: pick it up pick it up pick
0: it up yeah that's oh. all i want there's got to be a Scar band that covers Pink Floyd, right? Oh. Like, that's something that would have happened in the 90s. Wow, yeah, probably. Oh, what man. song would they
1: cover? Like, probably Another Brick in the Wall, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Dub Side of the Moon is a dub reggae tri- tribute to Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, no. <laughs> and then... Um brim Scala brim did a cover of brain damage which is apparently scar
1: we'll need to check that out Um, after the show
0: yeah yeah holy crap that sounds great oh my goodness okay uh we'll we'll update you listeners on how much we clearly loved it (laughs) obviously (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah like we'll do a wee indent here about shall we (laughs) yeah should we edit in us from the future after we've heard it yeah okay okay Take it away, lads. Uh, Man, I was th- not expecting that. No. <laughs> that heel turn at the end. <laughs> um, hello, it's Us from the Future. We've just listened to this song. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I loved it. Uh, yeah, there's, it's got a wee twist in it. Check it out on YouTube. I've seen in the comments that what we watched is actually illegally uploaded, and the band themselves, Bim Skullabim, are furious. Oh, no. They're very upset that it's been uploaded here. Um, Did they not want anyone to hear it? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I do love the comment here from Wobzy99. Uh, Brilliant. Loved the original, but never thought I would dance to it. Love it, love it, love it. Scarred for (laughs) life whoa which is is unreal
0: that is a perfect youtube comment
1: i've been scarred for life by this song Gareth.
0: (laughs) yeah should we buy like checker patterned pork by hats and just start like (laughs) pogoing around everywhere yeah man that's that's my that's my whole vibe that's all i want to do yeah catch Um, me in the
1: next at the next party
0: yeah (laughs) i don't know what else there is to say there's one two three four five six seven eight eight members of this band yep um three fedoras for the fedora budget that's a high
1: fedora count yeah low for a scar band but high (laughs) yeah in in general band index
0: um the youtube picture one of them like looks like he's about to murder the other one with his trombone it's very blurry very blurry trombone motion (laughs) um yeah it was a good time fast brain damage yeah the little twist at the end all right cut back to past us i guess (laughs) Uh, bye take it away lads
1: thanks lads (laughs) oh welcome back to the show (laughs) such a bright future what
0: if we forget to do
1: that no that's fine that's arguably funnier yeah all right uh we've got so so i want to shout out to the best shot in the in the movie now the um yeah it's just little shot of like young tommy up in the rafters of uh like a auditorium hall or something like looking down at his parents sipping a wee soda as people like the adults are dancing down below but like it's just like a slow zoom on this boy's face and he looks so bored <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love this shot it's it's <laughs> yeah it's one of my favorite shots in any movie ever <laughs>
0: It's such a perfect distilling of, like, when you go to a party with your parents and you don't quite understand everything that's going on, but you're also bored as hell. Yeah, man.
1: It's... It's... I remember feeling this way many times in my life. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also wearing, like, a full, like, white suit, which is great. Oh, yeah. Because it's the 70s, baby. Yeah, man. What a good time. Uh, yes. Yeah. So... Uh home home again is the line that plays when they are hitting he- new- home as a new family. Uncle Frank's going to come and move in with them. Um Yeah. And uh Tommy also vows at this point to start up his own holiday camp when he grows up. Yes, which is important.
0: Um Yeah. Cuz this holiday camp was all a recent. This wasn't in the original album, eh. I don't think so. Well, uh might have been. I don't I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all sort of a
1: fever dream for me. Yes, true. Uh, but yeah, it's like... Yeah, the holiday camp is very strange, but... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got great gig as uh, Tommy's put to bed next to a big photo of his dad. Yeah. I really love the plain wallpaper in this scene as well. Oh, I didn't notice so that. The wallpaper's just like uh, patterns of like... But, uh, war bomber planes like crisscrossed on the wall which is just so nice like it's such a yeah. like a cool detail on that they just don't do in films anymore L- yeah
0: because often now they won't like build a room for a movie they'll just find a room and yeah. shoot around in it yeah uh, but
1: yeah there's like there's so much like attention to detail about stuff like this in this movie it's it's great yeah They're really i feel like Oh, sorry. It's just really considered, and like what they, yeah, like they had a very clear vision of what they wanted to show.
0: Yeah, I feel like Wes Anderson would still do it. Yeah, bringing it back to him, and he was also born the same year this album came out. Oh,
1: it's crazy! Yeah, sixty (laughs) nine.
0: If if you guys didn't hear me like typing away, that was me trying to find out if he was born on the same day, but he was born twenty three days earlier. Bloody whiz my goodness yeah. so now i've shoehorned Wiz back into the conversation to show off that i've learned <laughs> um
1: yeah it's like it's it's just a good vibe that this whole scene plays out over great gig as well like this is yes. like very traumatic um got uh, the the parents are like well not the parents uncle frank and the mum are hanging out in the room and there's a, the recurring uh, perfectly circular mirror as well here yeah also i i associate this with the like mirrored uh, pinballs um as well like it's a like it oh, ties yeah. into that motif there's a lot of circle yeah. imagery throughout the whole film um so yeah i count that among them um mm. anyway the dad returns the, the tommy's actual father returns he didn't die he's got a big burn on his face where the plane went down and, yeah uh just visits his boy and then like tommy wakes up uh while getting visited and like goes to see what's going on but then the dad gets killed by uncle frank w- in front of tommy
0: with like yeah. a lamp
1: <laughs> it's not
0: entirely clear how this would kill him yeah it's like maybe it got him right like he was already close to death because he's been wandering around for five years after his plane maybe. crashed yeah, maybe it was more like lack of nutrition and Lamp just kind of set it <laughs> His off. His
1: bones are so weak.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hit by a single lamp and went down, I don't know.
1: Maybe he got electrocuted, Aww. who's to say.
0: But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, what we do know is he screams at the same time Great Gig in the Sky starts. Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, um, yeah like exactly over the,
1: um, over the... Over the... Yeah, the first vocal. Very good. Mm. And then, yeah, the... Uh, Uncle Frank and the mum, like swarm over tommy because he saw everything and they keep saying you didn't hear it you didn't see it and you'll never say a word to anyone yes um which is it's clever because this is how tommy becomes blind deaf and dumb right these the the things he's like conditioned to into this psychosomatic state by this traumatic event
0: Uh, yeah it's actually like i mean i don't know how realistic it is but it's very well thought out yeah again for like a rock opera adaptation
1: yeah it's it's clever uh, like the whole yeah. becoming blind deaf and dumb because of it, it's a very silly thing to have happen and like yeah but like yeah, like it is it is like there's precedent it makes sense in the story so it's fine mm.
0: yeah yeah and it is weird like you said like this is uncle frank murdering the hero's father but then otherwise uncle frank just kind of seems like he's doing his best and we're like supposed to still kind of like him yeah you
1: know yeah they do like so i think it's like a slow regression right from here and that they uh start off trying to like still maintain a happy family but it just gets harder and harder because of this like event hanging over them um yes absolutely yeah so we get like the them like having fun at a fun fair or whatever after this uh like yeah. trying to break him out of the psychosis they just like try various things getting more and more like unokay <laughs> <laughs> yeah until they eventually give up is the, sort of the vibe that i get
0: um yeah for sure
1: yeah they're like shooting down planes on this little like game thing at the fun fair which i found funny this is very like monty python anime animation style oh for sure yeah, yeah i like that a lot
0: yeah, and Uncle Frank kind of gives up because he's obviously this child is still, you know, deaf, dumb, and blind. Yeah, this is uh, this um, is his
1: money is starting up, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. and then Uncle Frank pulls a um, slot machine, yeah. but it's just like slightly too early. Yeah, if
1: we, oh, if that was yeah. like bang on a cha ching noise.
0: Woof. Yeah, very good. Instant ten. Okay, uh,
1: th- this is followed by this sequence is followed by a whole lot of very strange imagery um
0: yeah strap in folks
1: because i think we're going to talk about this one for a while this part it's like a lot of surreal stuff happens so we've got i don't i guess this is more symbolism or whatever but this start kicks off with a shot of tommy spinning around on the beach and he's got a big black cube on his head yeah i don't know what this means is it just like he's like his senses are shut off and he's like yeah i think it's a blunt
0: metaphor but it's
1: yeah it's very funny watching a little kid spinning in a circle with a box on his head
0: yeah (laughs) oh my
1: god i loved it um there's uh his father is up against a plane uh crucifixion style so there's a plane like a, a silhouette of a plane from above and he's like up against it like jesus on the cross um yeah that and there's a whole bunch of planes around him and this eventually becomes like a symbol for the cult uh of tommy as well the like pinball this shape this like crucifixion cross shape yeah. but with a, a pinball head is um yeah it becomes the symbol so a lot of like christ
0: imagery as well Ah, oh, for sure and yeah we kind of pan out and there's a lot of these crosses and they're all getting hit by pinballs yeah and like changing color yeah and then there's like a pinball breaks apart, and there's two Tommies and two it. Tommy Is faces,
1: that? just like staring, yeah. mean mug in the lens. And then <laughs> yeah, and then, the meanest mugger. Yeah, and then lots of Tommies, like lots of little Tommies, just dancing in black space <laughs> as <laughs> yeah. well
0: in a large like circle shape. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm gonna say it. I think it's a perfect sync like but there's Ooh. one huge flaw that none of these none of this imagery translates to money but like i think if you hired a music video director who hadn't heard about money you sat them down and chatted to them for maybe like an hour mm. explaining what money like money the concept what money is and what yeah. it like represents and what it does and then set them off wild again they'd still don't they come back understand with what money was yeah exactly they'll come back with us <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I'm really for it. And then we get like it cuts to like Christmas. Yeah. And I feel like this next scene, which is still on money, would still be in this music video about money. Oh, totally. Similar in the way like old music videos kind of they started off with a big concept and they often kind of switched concepts halfway through.
1: Yeah, big time. Yeah. Ideal for money as well because it's such a long song. But yeah, definitely, definitely this Christmas sequence fits in right in home. Tommy's sitting in a tiny car, like (laughs) child sized car with its lights flashing in the middle of the room um, with uh, everyone singing and dancing around him, like marching around him in a circle as well. Yeah. Like he's not partaking in any of these festivities. Um, He's sitting there just like despondent and unresponsive as usual. Uh, This is also where we get the Tommy, can you hear me? thing which is something that i did know about this movie ahead of time oh okay that like tommy can you hear me is like a line repeated throughout the whole album and also throughout this whole movie
0: and it's referenced in the mighty boost right in the episode about mods which is very the whole already Um, yeah uh, howard moon sings tommy can you hear me just out of nowhere yeah yeah i think i hope that's true i feel like that's the part we'll get letters from not everything we've got wrong about pink floyd (laughs) enraged boosh fans yeah yeah potentially
1: <laughs> i can't Dear wait I say
0: that. It, they'll say this is an outrage
1: oh got there hey. <laughs> one them back one them back yeah <laughs> uh this is yeah so there's that and then there's also the um repeated line that like i guess this is like tommy's inner monologue or him like calling out to his his mum, being like hear me feel me touch me heal me is yes the, the four the four lines like very sung very like intensely by roger daltrey usually um yeah but yeah it's like the introduction of these lines the tommy can you hear me thing is crack up for me because i just always think about now uh uncle frank wearing that little mask and saying it (laughs) and then like tearing it away very angry and just yelling it
0: (laughs) yeah it's also because we can't hear tommy at all so no. like it's almost saying like the album tommy i'm the album tommy can you hear me no no we can't. can't hear dark side of the moon we're blind deaf
1: and dumb to you tommy yeah there's no way we're gonna talk about that album <laughs> i barely remember it i was like i was like five hours deep into the into the tommy verse
0: oh yeah wow <laughs> <laughs> this okay, was all no, on a monday strange. for you right
1: yeah oh yeah monday like <laughs> oh. it started at like 10 o'clock on a monday and just like kept going <laughs> It's crazy
0: Oof. james uh, and the tommy voice, Boy- tommy verse
1: <laughs> yeah it's the lookout for that one coming soon um yeah that new
0: movie so
1: here yeah, we get the, the tail end of money now it's like yeah. they, they give him like a nativity scene as a gift more jesus imagery um yeah and he just like throws that shit on the floor does not care about baby jesus there's like a couple lines about him not understanding god and not like knowing how to pray and stuff like yeah. that. yeah
0: and the idea that will he be saved which is quite interesting yeah
1: I, yeah yeah i don't know like what he's being saved from
0: i guess he's like, saved in the like classic Christian oh like way? going to human sense yeah okay
1: yeah interesting yeah yeah they should be more concerned about themselves and all the stuff that they're about to do yes um, yeah. <laughs> we've got uh, us and them now as uh, yeah. tommy has grown up into roger Daltrey himself who yeah. played, plays adult uh, tommy through the movie I, very like, good of, at
0: his like mile mile wide stare that tommy does really good yeah, yeah.
1: like i kind of appreciated this performance because it's like quite difficult to do like oh, play someone you. that's blind um and i feel like he like pulls it off pretty well uh oh man he really like he really starts to shine when he can talk again spoilers yes but absolutely yeah
0: it's uh, again like a movie wouldn't do that this day where they cast like no. this super famous singer and he doesn't sing until over an hour into the movie
1: <laughs> yeah they even replace like weird bits he would usually sing with like other people <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is great um, oh man. Anyway, th- he's all grown up and they're attending Marilyn Monroe church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, it's this like Marilyn Monroe worshiping cult. There's yeah. A giant statue of Marilyn, um, and her classic like skirt being blown up, uh, pose. And there's like nuns in Marilyn masks that are carrying like senses, like classic Catholic nuns. Uh, yeah. Wandering around. Um, eric clapton plays the preacher <laughs> yeah. here who has a wee song for us <laughs> oh my god like what how the hell did they get eric clapton to sign on to do this
0: no idea he sings the worst i think out of all the like guest stars yeah just like i feel like when he's rocking on his guitars when pink floyd aren't rocking on their guitar when he's singing is when pink floyd start singing like start rocking on their guitars Pretty much, yeah, they're, yeah.
1: It's like a real Battle of the Bands situation happening here, <laughs> Yeah. where they're, like, playing at the same time, a la um, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not working out well for us. I also feel like the scene is, like, in fairly bad taste. <laughs> like, just in reference to, like, Marilyn Monroe's um, uh, suicide. Like, they're yeah. giving out, like, cu- the communion for this church is giving out pills and whiskey, which is how she killed herself.
0: Um, oh man, yeah, that's messed up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't know. Also, they get like a bunch of actually disabled people in this scene, yeah, um, to like come up and touch the Maryland statue and be healed or something. I felt that this was kind of exploitative on yes. the filmmaker's part as well.
0: For sure, yeah. Especially the director plays one of them. Like he <sighs> just puts himself in a wheelchair. He's able-bodied.
1: Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah like faking being blind deaf and dumb aside like like because that's part of the story like that was like this is kind of hard to justify
0: (laughs) yeah and it's interesting because it could have been i feel like if it was in the hands of someone else if it wasn't also trying to be a the Who musical you could get a really interesting kind of satire out of this about celebrity and stuff i don't know but yeah i don't know it just doesn't work for me
1: yeah it's. it's yeah. um, We're not into it, and no, we're not into the sequence, sadly. But no. It, it sure was it's something that I was not expecting. It's a very much <laughs> oh, hard. For sure. It is a hard turn from Christmas into this. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> got to say, uh, but yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I'm, I'm much more vibing with the next scene. I must yes. admit. Yes. So we're the still in Hard then. turn. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. so. We cut to a strip tease where Uncle Frank employs um, the gypsy, the acid queen, yeah. uh, Tina Turner herself, uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to work her LSD magic and fix Tommy's mind, uh, yeah. is what I've written in my notes. That's how I could best describe what happens. Um, she says she's guaranteed to tear your soul apart as part <laughs> of the song, which is just great. That's a great line.
0: Yeah, for sure
1: oh my god uh it's it's a great sequence tina turner fucking nails this role um of just like this insane lsd driven nightmare woman
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's interesting they offered it to mick jagger but mick jagger only wanted to do his own songs and they were like oh this is uh the who musical yeah and
1: we we don't accept any other band's involvement (laughs) yeah not not you not pink floyd not nobody (laughs) goodness get out of here mick (laughs) You're making a mickey of this What are you doing Um, So yes uh, Her LSD magic Consists of the following She brings out like a syringe And then there are two Like blonde women who assist her In this that wear like Fake skirts or something going on Um, They come out And there's a They put a Robot mask on the gypsy First here yeah uh and then you cut away back to tommy who's like on a bed like trying to like freaking out and then there's a full iron maiden robot Is (laughs) how i would describe it this prop is awesome yeah (laughs) it's so cool i want to see if this is real and in like a museum somewhere so that i could go visit it because holy hell this thing is insane looking yeah Um, it's like a big iron maiden thing that clamps shut and is surrounded by syringes poking into it to like inject LSD in various <laughs> parts of your body. Yeah, like super soldiers are has
0: either done no drugs or every drug <laughs>
1: <laughs> for real. Yeah, it's incredible um, how it operates as well. Is great because it like it's covered in these like tubes that fill up with red liquid and they like fill up all the syringes and then that is administered into the into the iron maiden thing it's sick this whole thing is great it also spins around incredibly violently
0: (laughs) yeah and the spinning syncs up really well to any color you like
1: yeah i like that yeah that is a color that i like um (laughs) there's also yeah like two two mirrored tina turners dancing either
0: side of this thing Because it zooms and that spins and zooms in and out, and Tina Turner just dances and mirrors and dances, and it goes on for a while, but it's great. Oh
1: yeah, okay. Also, so this sequence is not letting up with all the crazy imagery because we get the Iron Maiden open and closes uh, several times. Yeah. Then we first see Tommy's dad with his burned face. Yeah. And then, and then without his burned face immediately after. And then it's replaced by Tommy again. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and then it, like, recloses again. Um, there's, uh, like, a, a lot of insane crash zooms on the machine and Tina Turner. Just, like, yeah. over and over again. And then it reopens and the, he's covered in poppies from uh, his dad's memorial. We forgot to mention that at the start. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, it's fine. Uh, his, like the war rem- memorial from his dad's death. And so they're covering up the like injection points all over his body. Yeah. And he's also wearing um, a, a cross around his neck from that same memorial.
0: Yeah. And he's looking very Jesus-y as well.
1: True. Yes. And he also drops a bunch of um, pinballs from his hands down yes. to the floor where his mother is on the ground, which is <laughs> yeah. made of pinballs, just
0: openly weeping. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs>
1: uh, what?
0: <laughs> and then it closes and reopens again as soon as like the music gets calm, and we yeah. he's turned into a calm little skeleton. Yeah, there's a skeleton
1: inside now with snakes coiling in, in and <laughs> yeah. around the bones. This skeleton looks super fake, and I love it. <laughs>
0: yeah it's
1: it's like a skeleton ripped straight from a like school classroom um, (laughs) yeah that they've just put inside this thing and covered it in snakes i love it so much
0: (laughs) i don't know if this has come up on the show but every time i see a fake skeleton i send you a photo oh that's
1: great i'm so happy i for the record listeners i fucking love skeletons i think they're uh, they're the funniest scary thing like horror imagery thing because they're real like (laughs) unlike all other things like fucking werewolves and witches and whatnot which are all spooky skeletons everyone's got a skeleton yeah (laughs) like i just i just think they're so goofy and great so yeah yeah oh my god thank you so much If, if anyone wants to send me a skeleton at any time it'll brighten my day
0: please do Oh, yeah. And there's so many, like, the world is slowly catching up to you on skeletons. Like, yeah, man. Last Halloween, we were in the warehouse, which is, like, the big chain department store in New Zealand. Yeah. And someone had just set up a fake skeleton to be fishing and wearing sunglasses.
1: Exactly. There's the big uh, Twitter <laughs> meme at the moment, the big, like, 20-foot-tall skeleton. Or is it, like, 12-foot-tall skeleton that you can buy? And it's like $300, but everyone is obsessed with putting this giant skeleton in their front yard for Halloween. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> very so good. Because uh, it, it's just too big. It's like as tall as people's houses. And just <laughs> seeing that walking by <laughs> is just so good.
0: Oh, I love it so much.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, Uncle Frank it, it decides that it's time to retrieve Tommy now from the Acid Queen, who is... yeah. Uh, he goes up to see her, and she's just standing there, like, shaking uncontrollably, and we get a shot of her face, which is very upsetting, <laughs> just like, she's, like, smiling like crazy, and, like, vibrating. Yeah. It's great. I, if these are the effects of prolonged LSD, you can count me out, mate. Not, yeah. not interested. I, I was in with the giant robot Iron Maiden, but <laughs> if this is the long-term effects, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> Say no to drugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> this is all the ultimate PSA.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, we get Eclipse now as the family are standing together in front of a mirror and they leave Tommy with Cousin Kevin at the end of Playthrough 1 here. Yeah. Who is like a masochistic, uh, like punk rock bully, school bully yeah. type. Um, does some pretty horrible stuff. yeah
0: very cartoony very like tom and jerry or like tommy and jerry i guess yeah yeah Yeah,
1: exactly like very like mad magazine kind of stuff vibes (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely
1: like um yeah like they burn he burns his hand with a cigarette and like waterboards him and like whips him (laughs) with a towel like hang like that's that like the fact that those two other things are like quite serious and then he's also just like hung him from a door and is whipping him with a towel, and yeah. it's also up there. It's like, what? Um,
0: now this is this... the first scenes they shot when they were making this, so they must have been really? like, huh, this is the movie we're making? All right, this is the tone?
1: Yeah. Or just like, yeah, 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 hang me yeah. up, put me up on the door, <laughs> whip me with the towel, spray me with the fire hose. This is oh, how don't we think, want to start I don't start think we the got shot. that
0: take. Let's do it again.
1: Yeah, I'm so cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah anyway none of this matches to breathe i do really like no. the shot of him ironing him with the with his clothes on i think this yeah. is like very cartoony and funny like yeah. it's obviously awful but like it's um just a like a funny visual in the yeah. context of the song um yeah uh it's not at all nowhere near as peaceful as the actually, as the first instance of breathe we had
0: gareth no. i'd say
1: this is the polar opposite point yeah uh yes it's neither
0: luxury or romance or luxury romance that is true i
1: would describe it as neither of those things (laughs) um next up so this is like a sequence of him being left in front of left with people that are terrible uh he gets left with um uncle ernie who's a a creep slash rapist i've written in my notes uh played by keith moon also in the band Um, (laughs) today Yeah, I feel like it's honestly fucking props to Keith Moon for saying that he'll do this role. I guess they probably couldn't get anyone else to do it.
0: Yeah. Because it's
1: gross, dude. Like, it's very upsetting. Like, Yeah,
0: I oh, stopped, I listened to the album, um, I've heard this album once, and I stopped listening when I got to this song, because I was like, yeah. oh, I don't want to hear this. The song Fiddle About. Is, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's not a clever song. <laughs> it's just yeah. gross. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this plays out over on the run, which I will give props to the movie for because it's the most ups, it's like very upsetting. Um, mm. and not a lot is like shown to you really, but it's, um, uh, yeah, pl- it playing out over the, on the run is a good match for me and that it's yeah. like the most upsetting part of the album. So, you know, but
0: yeah, yeah
1: the less said about this, the better, really. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. There's a, a great, um, I do like that he's got like black teeth. And then later on in the movie, like, missing teeth, effectively. But yeah. it looks like they just blacked them out. Later on the in the movie, he replaces these with gold teeth when they're really rich, which is just a sweet little oh. detail. Yeah, um, that is
0: good. He also puts an egg in his beer. That's the yeah. only thing I've really got to say about that scene. Is this, like, a classic creeper move? Like, I don't know <laughs> what that
1: is. Like, it's, yeah. if you're just, like, instead of eating maybe like you just put an egg in your beer so that you get enough protein so that you can keep drinking potentially yeah. instead okay. of instead of ever eating food
0: <laughs> that's like my head cannon for why someone would do that <laughs> yeah i i like that like it's very bro-ish because people bros love protein and beer yeah i guess apologies to bros who also like all kinds of other things i'm sure
1: cracking an egg into a drink is sometimes justified but i don't think it ever is with like a pint of beer so yeah
0: yeah apparently it's a figure of speech like what do you want an egg in your beer implying that the listener already has something good but is asking for something more that they don't deserve which doesn't make any sense with this uncle so i don't know
1: he doesn't deserve a lot this man he sucks. Yeah. So, whatever. Um anyway. <laughs> so, the next next bit is they instead of leaving him with anyone else terrible, uh they decide that they'll just leave him on his own for hours. He just stands in front of the mirror is what Tommy does. Yeah. Like staring at his own reflection. It's unclear whether or not he can actually see himself, but whatever.
0: Yeah, he um, still loves staring at mirrors. Like he's done it quite a lot for other film as a child yes. and everything.
1: Yeah. Also, briefly, and before all of these little sequences, we get a shot of the mirror, and each time there's an extra Tommy in the in the background that's like a Ooh. different color. So there's like, um, yeah, it starts off with just one, and then there's two after the uh, bully guy, uh, like cousin, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know what uh, Kevin. Cousin Kevin, yeah, and then uh, three after the uh,
0: uncle
1: Ernie sequence. So
0: kind of cool. Ah, yeah. And I feel like the mirrors changing and like reflecting endlessly is also subtly quite Pink Floyd from their uh, yeah. Amagama album. Oh yeah, yeah. where there's a whole bunch of mirrors. Yeah, man. Into I think it. that but that might be some mad confirmation bias <laughs> on my behalf, but you know, hey, what is the allowed. show other than that? Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, we've got. Uh, so this is where he just sort of wanders off he sees a Tommy sees a vision of himself in the mirror and like wanders uh, he takes himself to like a junkyard where he finds a pinball machine here in the junkyard there's a sequence where like he's um holding a large glowing like circle orb or something and that turns out to be this pinball machine it's like what he's been searching for or whatever yeah um yeah again more circle imagery uh but yeah he finds like a pinball machine working in this junkyard there's a lot of great shots of him like stumbling over cars and stoves and shit <laughs> yeah around here uh but yeah it's it's kind of weird there's also a great like i think this is either a goof or like on behalf of the filmmakers but when he gets picked up next by the um police there's a um another pinball machine clearly broken like around beside behind where the police officer is so potentially oh, yeah. that was another prop or just another like junkyard pinball machine that was also available
0: <laughs> yeah maybe to explain why there's any pinball machines in the junkyard to begin with Yes, guess so yeah yeah pretty great anyway yeah and the way he like plays it and the lights flash really works on the run in my it's true in my
1: opinion i'm feeling it yeah i'm into it anyway uh the family like they pick up and capitalize on his newfound pinball ability pretty much immediately they get <laughs> yeah. they get extremely rich over the course of about 20 seconds um, <laughs> yeah here which is quite interesting that we uh, like very quickly cut to a uh, scene against uh, the pinball wizard a competition yes a pinball competition uh, as played by elton john here. <laughs> yeah um couple of details about this that i really love uh pin- first of all his pinball machine has a piano keyboard on it which is how he operates the pinball machine yeah great <laughs> nonsense cool cartoony and awesome i love it yeah i love everything about that also elton john's costume involves him wearing seven foot tall shoes
0: yes <laughs>
1: amazing amazing no yeah. no reason for this at all
0: <laughs> no not in the slightest
1: it's great great visual though just like a super tall elton john and these like, yeah.
0: massive shoes love it and he always, he's just like otherwise i think elton john just brought his own clothes because he's wearing like a little Pretty much glittery like the hat that the south park characters would wear yeah and then his it's... massive elton john glasses some suspenders and yeah m- shoes bigger than he <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. It's got a large pinball on
1: it, that hat as well, which oh, is yeah. a notable detail. Because um, he's the, the pinball wizard from yeah. the song Pinball Wizard. So <laughs> Although they halfway through the song, the pinball wizard does change to be Tommy. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it, absolutely. It's a passing
0: of the pinball wizard torch. Um, <laughs> that's what the song's about. Oh man, you've figured out the like big flaw in the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they yeah. wrote this song um because they heard a uh journalist really liked Pinball and they wanted to get a good review from him. Oh. Which interesting. is the most like cynical and weird way to write like what is a classic who song.
1: It, it really is. I think it's like some of the he states that it's some of their like sloppiest writing ever as well. Oh, like, okay. They weren't actually caring about the song very much, so I feel like it's just like them being snide to this yeah. reviewer. That's great. <laughs>
0: And Um, also, um, Rod Stewart uh, was um, up for this role. Oh, wow. And he asked Elton John if he should take it. And Elton was like, oh, no, don't do that. That'll be ridiculous. (laughs) And then Elton John got the call. And he was like, hmm, Elton John will do it. uh,
1: Maybe this is an Elton John time. (laughs) Maybe I'll snake my way in here. And apparently, like...
0: I found this article on website like, called ultimateclassicrock.com okay that like then went on to list all their like beefs between elton oh. and rod stewart
1: <laughs> this is maybe the start of their beefs or yeah have there it been like,
0: is classic beefs of, of rod and elton in the past I yeah guess? um elton well it's very much you know that like scene from mad men that became a meme of like i feel sorry for you i don't think about you at all all right yeah where elton john accidentally slights rod stewart a bunch and rod stewart (laughs) takes it way too personally (laughs) oh no yeah that's
1: so much worse
0: like elton said he like i'll never put out a christmas album i think think they're really tacky as as soon as rod stewart put out a christmas album
1: oh man yeah awful it must be somewhat calculated on
0: elton's part
1: that's great yeah
0: maybe maybe elton's mean and we just don't know i don't know that was that's i I don't like that i hope
1: he's not mean yeah i hope hope he's a nice man um yeah same okay so the pinball wizard uh sequence plays out as time is playing for us gareth would you say that time is the pinball wizard of
0: dark side of the moon (laughs) Whoa! You giving me a lot to mull over. These are the questions people come to the show for, for sure. Like, is it the set? Sa- does it fill the same role on the album that that song fills on that on this album? I think money is probably the pinball wizard of dark side of the moon, right? Right. That's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I was
1: just I was just interest I was interested to know your take on
0: that. Yeah. What would be the thing about the who, like? they're as famous as pink floyd i'd say yeah absolutely like they're kind of both on the tier just below the Beatles and the rolling stones in terms of everyone knowing them they're right there they're they're yeah like if they're s tier they're uh if like those
1: two are s tier then this is the a tier for sure
0: yeah for sure and like i've got this whole this is gonna we're gonna take another sharp a sharper turn than in this bloody movie um like i've got this theory that rock music and pop music um they it's so good because it's fun to listen to and it's fun Mm -hmm. to think about and different (laughs) artists kind of have different sides to that like um david bowie is a perfect musician um and figure because he's equally fun to listen to and think about true because it's like wonderful story and all those concept albums. Mm. Whereas, like, Kiss are more fun to think about than listen to.
1: Right. You need and that I'll perfect s- marriage of persona and also uh, good music, is what you're saying, yeah?
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. And I'd say Pink Floyd are way further along the listen-to side.
1: Yeah, the other, like, the other direction.
0: Yeah, and um, The Who are quite far along the think-about side. Like, mm. most people know like vaguely the members of the who and like the kind of story and how they would smash their guitars and all this yeah, stuff yeah. but like probably can't name that many songs and that's probably where i'm because i was going to say what is the time of the who's um au revoir, but yeah. i can't think of enough who songs
1: <sighs> i don't know probably who are you is there i would say i don't know yeah Maybe like i feel like the the who have been like their so- their like back catalog has come into a lot more of like the public zeitgeist or whatever because of the um the tv show that uses their um their songs as all their intros no yeah. matter how like illogical that is
0: yeah csi
1: um, yeah yeah so like the original csi used who are you as the theme song but like later on, they had to use more and more Who songs
0: that made less sense to yeah. match with CSI because they set yeah. the precedent. Like "Won't yeah. Get Fooled Again" works, but then like there's one with Barbara O'Reilly or something, right? And you're like, yeah, oh.
1: good song, but not really a yeah. not really a match.
0: <laughs> Is there a Who song in CSI Cyber starring um, Ted Danson and James Van? There must
1: be, and I hope it's Pinball Wizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause that's that's the one that
0: matches the best. Yeah, show <laughs> sure,
1: please me That
0: is a, so good. That is a good song. Like I, if they oh, chucked it away, then great riff. Good on them. Yeah,
1: it's great stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're pretty much out of here. Anyway, <laughs> bloody bloody Elton loses this uh, this competition of pinball mastery and gives up his title of pinball wizard. Um, yes, they. Uh, all carry Elton out, out by his big old boots <laughs> at the yeah. end of Great Gig. Um, they're all I'd love this shot of just you just see his shoes and everyone like booing. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's amazing. Uh I hope when they like had to put this scene on their like run sheet, it was like, today, shoes and booze. Yep. There you go. Yeah. We're to we're gonna make these massive shoes.
1: <laughs> I like just like the giant um uh, metal Iron Maiden drug machine. I hope that these giant shoes are out there somewhere that I can go visit them.
0: I think Elton got to keep them. Amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh, he just, like, sleeps in one. He just jumps into it and <laughs> oh, then, like, zips it up. And his
0: husband sleeps in the other one? Yeah. Yes.
1: And they just, in yeah, they just climb on in and snuggle
0: up. Do you know my favourite fact about Elton John? Is it the one we just said? Yes. Do you know my second favourite is... Um, he would every day so like albums would come out i think on tuesdays back in the day now it's fridays every tuesday he'd send his assistant out to buy every new album and he'd listen to them wow that's cool yeah and i think he still keeps up with it like his like top 10 for most years is like pretty much the same as ours like he listens to everything that's awesome yeah man
1: i love that that's a great fact Awesome, okay.
0: His favourite album I have nothing, last I have year was The Weekend, so you can't oh, argue with well. that.
1: There you go. He's up with the play. Yeah. There you go.
0: Um, yes,
1: so the next scene, I love this next sequence as well. Oh my um, gosh,
0: yeah. Sorry, I, we spent so long on that scene and then it gets way more bonkers. <laughs>
1: It does, yeah. So we, we cut to the mother watching this win and the celebrations on TV. She's in a pristine white room um, with a giant um, circular mirror here. We're keeping that theme going. Oh, yes. Um, anyway, we're getting some really bizarre television ads for um, beans, uh, <laughs> chocolates, and washing powder yeah. that play out uh, over the scene. I just want to cover that at the top. Yeah. Um, yeah they're all like vaguely royal themed as well Mm. which is interesting um anyway she's like dancing around and saying how much she loves her new life and her like all her wealth and stuff and fame but she can't enjoy any of it because her son is still mentally scarred yeah the, the, the event is the thing she wants to like be hedonistic and love all this stuff whether or not any of this is true is like whatever but um she's yeah she's very upset because we get uh, tommy like calling to her through the tv set multiple times um money begins midway through the sequence uh, yes. which i think is a better fit for this uh this whole thing i wish it had started dead on hmm. um but what is about to happen is, like, perfect fit for money. I think this is, like, potentially the best, like, music video match. Oh. Like, arguably better than the earlier one. Yeah. Um, so, she throws her champagne bottle at the television. And it, it smashes. And then water, washing uh, suds, like, from, uh, from the washing powder pour out of the TV onto the floor. And it's like, okay, this isn't so bad. Unfortunately, this is immediately followed by beans gushing out onto the floor. Yeah. Which create much more of a mess, and then also chocolate gushes out onto the floor from the three previous ads. Um, it's a very upsetting visual. Yeah,
0: because it covers the house, and it covers her. And she has nothing else to do but just like roll around and wail and... yeah. yeah. oh it's
1: no it's no good she's <laughs> no. just just rolling around on the ground oh yeah um yeah but I've, I've written that this could very well be an alternate video for money just this whole sequence playing out i think yeah um it's uh later revealed that this is all like a surrealist nightmare that's playing out in her mind as well just because like the themes of um money here and that like she can't enjoy any of the fame and wealth that she has because of this traumatic event. I think it's like a pretty cool fit.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh,
1: bloating! Oh. Wow. That was very... I just had a visual glitch on my machine that was very startling, <laughs> but we're going to carry
0: on. <laughs> just a bunch of beans and soap start flying out. Oh, dude. Do you need to like I... hit save on your audio?
1: Oh, i'll be all right if, if i tap my screen i'm very worried that it will explode out like the whole bunch of suds at any point <laughs> my computer oh, for God. the listeners benefit my computer is at its breaking point
0: <laughs> yeah it's so full yeah. of floyd <laughs> that's the issue yeah man computers weren't meant to listen to this much pink floyd absolutely not uh but yeah it's human music <laughs>
1: this is not for you robot (laughs) settle down um yeah so it's playing out in the mum's mind this whole thing and uncle frank returns and (laughs) he's sipping from a bottle of um teacher's uh whiskey here (laughs) and it's i just love that the detail that the label is on upside down so that we can better read it while he swigs from it (laughs) it's just (laughs) oh yeah that's great (laughs) because they definitely don't print bottles this way (laughs) no it's just for the audience's benefit it's so funny (laughs) um anyway uh he has found a doctor who can cure their son tommy finally he's found someone who is an expert that can help him out guess who that is
0: (laughs) i i want you to say it because i'm Oh, it's you've got to reveal all the cameos so far and it's this is one of the best it is
1: it's incredible it's bloody jack nicholson he's yeah he's here in the film <laughs> this is the craziest casting for me more so than like eric clapton and and yeah like they're vaguely like um music adjacent like tina turner all these people but jack nicholson showing up was a real like a real hit in the face for me i was like whoa okay but he's playing like a full, they were- full shrink
0: yeah they were he was like a last minute casting and they were really worried that he couldn't sing and then because he's jack bloody nicholson he knocks it out of the park he nails it he's grooning
1: here it's so good um there's some major sexual tension between him and uh the mom (laughs) Uh, right at the tail end of money they keep like fantasizing about them like dancing together i think in the same hall from like the earlier scene which is pretty cool Oh, um, like yeah from the like holiday camp sequence it's really good there was also some really great shots of jack nicholson just staring down the lens
0: which I like. yeah apparently that was his main direction was come in stare down the lens and look pretty pretty
1: much oh my god yeah. he's, he looks great in this oh yeah oh man i'm a big fan here of <laughs> this young yeah. like crooning like overtly sexual jack nixon jack nixon is so funny to see um anyway he delivers the information that um tommy's condition is psychological and yeah. his like method for curing him is just saying put just put him in front of the mirror like you've been doing <laughs> He's got to sort it out himself <laughs> which i you know i guess might work <laughs> but yeah. it's weird oh but yeah i was just i was so amazed to see him Shout out oh, to you, yeah. Jack. Great stuff and Tommy. Oh, yeah. I'd love to talk to him about that. Like, out of all his roles that he's ever played, just, like, come up and interview him. Like, so in Tommy.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? We get, like, we all we need is two and a half hours of his time, and we'll exclusively ask him Tommy questions. Yeah. And, yeah, more Tommy questions. Yeah, there we go. Just a Tommy-based interview. That's <laughs> all we want. Anyway, uh... So we get us and them now, uh,
1: Tommy's mum's very frustrated that she can't get through to him. There's like a scene of them like in the back of a car, just like, Tommy's having a whale of a time. I don't even, he doesn't know where <laughs> he is, but he's just like very happy with himself. Yeah. Um. And yeah, can't get through to him. There's a really funny sequence of the mum like angry dancing in front of the mirror, which I love. Mm. Another very gif moment, I think. Um, oh Yeah. Yeah, she, like, runs up to him and, like, whips whips her hair in his face as well. Uh, Yeah, and then, yeah, like, tosses him through a mirror in frustration. Um, And going through the mirror is what awakens Tommy's mind.
0: Yeah, Uh, because he flies, the mirror was also a window, and he flies out into the ocean. I guess so.
1: (laughs) I think it's a swimming pool that he lands in
0: oh okay yeah um either way it's very pink floydian and very us and them. oh totally just like him falling backwards
1: through this mirror and like surrounded by the shards and like falling into a swimming pool yeah absolutely yeah fitting us and them pitch perfect love it and then he's like yeah he's yelling out like triumphant over the verse of us and them like he's like i'm free mm. which is just a great match i'm feeling yeah like it. I'm, I'm hype. i'm hyped this is a very... It's just followed up by an extremely strange sequence of him just running over a green screen, though.
0: Yeah. He runs for so long in front of a green screen by some people. He's not wearing a shirt. Yeah it's it's very good I, again in my insane person notes i wrote green screen ocean running omg and then i drew him running oh sweet
1: i got big Brody yeah. quest vibes from this sequence <laughs> yeah uh if, if you don't know Brody quest neil sisarega video where adrian Brody just goes about his day um <laughs> yeah it's uh amazing i, I don't really understand why this is here he's over just like shots of like the ocean and then under the sea (laughs) and stuff like that (laughs) it's like what what but anyway uh his mum catches up to him on the beach and he's like lying on a rock and like recalling all these terrible moments from his past he's reliving yeah his like his father being killed and all this stuff and like him being a child and stuff like that uh doesn't seem to mind any of that It just wakes up, uh, as we transition into, uh, any color you like, Um, Yeah, and he's just like saying that he's going to start a new religion basically. And he tears off all of his mum's jewelry and throws it
0: over her shoulder. Uh, yeah. Hilarious. And then they, he like baptizes her in the ocean and then they just roll around in the ocean. It's a very, uh, very strange vibe for, you know, mother and son. Super
1: strange. Very weird vibe
0: here. Yeah.
1: The tearing off the jewelry is very humorous to me. It's just like, yeah. just like him grabbing her hand and like whipping off all the rings one by one. It's very, <laughs> very satisfying. But yeah, he's he's ready to take his new role as a messiah, as the new messiah. Um, yeah. And anyway, it hits the news that he can, that this pinball wizard can bloody speak now. He's great. It's great. Taking the world by storm, pinball has. Unrelated. Oh yes everyone's talking about pinball as if it was like the fucking olympics <laughs> or something i don't know um
0: yeah that's a good point eh like i don't know anyone who's that into pinball yeah
1: i don't think it even was at the time i guess it probably no. was like pretty massive in that it was like video games effectively at the time but yeah like true people going Maybe. down to the arcade but like only on that scale it was like yeah <laughs> there wasn't like a worldwide fervor about pinball that i'm aware of
0: maybe yeah we weren't there maybe it was like if they made this today it'd be all about fortnight <laughs> oh no or maybe it was that big the
1: Fortnite wizard
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's awful that's
1: the worst thing we've willed into existence i think <laughs> holy crap um anyway yeah his his family immediately they're bloody muddy grubbing and they're ready to monetize everything that this boy does yeah um And i do some, like, fashion shoots and start making merch and stuff immediately. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. Uh, There's a little short story sequence here of, like, sort of a film within a film thing. Um, A great little story about a young girl, Sally Simpson, who's a a mega fan of the new Messiah. And this whole sequence plays out over brain damage, which I enjoyed. Um, Anyway, yeah, she, like, disobeys um, her parents and runs off to go and see tommy's like big first uh sermon effectively um, yeah but the fans go like nuts and uh just wreck her face she like falls to the floor and like gets scarred but it's um, yeah. <laughs> notably uncle frank like steps on her hands just to fuck with her <laughs> it's terrible
0: damn it uncle frank get out of
1: here you bastard um yeah yeah and she gets beaten up by the crowd and um yeah it's talked about that she um will have always remember this uh this like lesson effectively um and then uh, yeah eclipse begins and we get the really weird outcome of the sequence and that she like marries a musician in california neither of the actors age at all um, so, yeah. it's, so these are it's two children. It's a child wedding here between yeah. uh, Sally Simpson with a big scar on her face and a, a boy who's a, the California musician represented by a young child in a Frankenstein outfit um, playing electric yeah. guitar. Um, Just
0: for his own wedding. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. It's weird. It's super weird. It's, again, I don't know, it was the 70s. Movies were new. Jaws yeah. hadn't come out yet, so they didn't know. <laughs> People didn't know it. what they were doing yet yeah oh my god yeah but the like frankenstein outfit i guess it's like a match of her
1: being like scarred i guess like oh yeah like i could see that like bride of frankenstein style aesthetic there potentially but it's like it's loose as hell um him he does like a little like rock show johnny Be good style performance Um, yeah. as well which is really funny and that's how we wrap up playthrough two i think he's just playing guitar over silence for us which is really good <laughs> yeah
0: yes, it's very um i'm wondering if he like rocked up in his frankenstein suit and he's like this amazing child actor but he refused to take off the frankenstein suit and they're like well, well okay get in there boy if, we'll figure if it we out we want this young johnny be good yeah we've got to obey johnny be dead <laughs> oh no uh,
1: yeah th- that in fact could be like a short surrealist film in itself of just like a young oh, a young sure. Frankenstein playing electric guitar of a complete silence yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go that's my my art project look out for that one uh, it's my my thesis film oh I'm excited yeah I'm <laughs> working on the title which probably won't be Johnny again. um yeah so we get the uh, uh, we start a playthrough three now and we get a little montage of just everyday people doing stuff like loading up trucks and putting like garbage men at work and stuff like this (laughs) feels like kind of like a new start to the movie. Honestly, it's just like, yeah, just like characters that we've never seen before. People we've never seen before just doing stuff, you know, and it's, they're Mm. all beginning to learn of, um, Tommy's teachings. Um, you know, there's like a, A group of, like, hoodlums hanging out, uh, or like, punk rockers or something, hanging out at, like, a campfire. And there's about to be a fight breaking out between some people. But then who should appear, (laughs) Gareth, but fucking Tommy in his blue jeans, no shirt, on a fucking
0: paraglider? (laughs) Yeah. Even Pink Floyd, like there's a chuckle sound effect right at that moment (laughs) and it's just like even they're like oh come on guys i didn't even hear it because i was chuckling myself (laughs) oh my gosh i like forgot this had happened and then when i rewatched it still slayed me it's the silliest image roger daltrey blue (laughs) jeans no shirt, paragliding to save the day yeah just
1: paragliding in as jesus (laughs) it's so (laughs) funny um yeah like breaks of him breaking up a gang fight as well it feels like a psa ad for jesus and that like there's like a guy like holding like a shotgun and he takes his finger off the trigger it's so silly oh my god um there's a bunch of like uh rock dudes as well with like mohawks or like funny haircuts that just start grooving when he shows up (laughs) as well yeah oh my god i just i love this whole sequence it's so stupid Mm. um but yeah anyway all these new people start showing up at his house um, as on the run starts up and we're getting uh it's becoming a cult basically uh they're running out of room old uncle frank gets told to build an extension so that they can mm-hmm. make make room for all these people and uh luckily uncle frank is on board because he sees the the money coming in for this um yeah the crash on the run uh does align up with tommy acting like he's walking on water he's standing on like a diving board but um he's like walking along the shot from above of water and a whole bunch of people jump into the pool behind him and they're swimming around so it looks like he's walking on water for this yeah Yeah. um in case in case you weren't clear on the whole messiah thing (laughs) Uh,
0: yeah heard of jesus well you will have after this yeah.
1: <laughs> we got a new one for you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so his religion like spreads worldwide uh uncle frank is pinning the little symbol into the map on like a, a whole bunch of different places and mm. he's like saying how <laughs> saying how like their fervor is like he won't like he'll give them what they need uh, for a price basically he's like yeah. happy to help them with what they want it's a shame as how expensive everything will be for them <laughs> that's what he's saying <laughs> uh very good um and yeah they're like tommy starts up his own little holiday camp like he promised he would which is him, yeah. his like cult that he's built around himself and the love of pinball uh yeah keith moon (laughs) rocks up again here on his um tommy organ car um yeah i found this very pink floydian which yeah yeah it's great uh good old (laughs) match here like i feel like this organ car would not be a a, like out of place thing at a pink floyd show (laughs) yeah just riding around it's their next step
0: yeah the organ is in the crowd driving yeah driving
1: around and just like it loads of keyboards it'd be great yeah perfect
0: it's also i don't know if you noticed it also has a cash register on it oh i did not
1: notice yeah. that that's
0: very money very pink floyd there we go. Perfect.
1: I really again. Yeah. This is
0: another prop that I hope is out there somewhere. It's so good. Yes. Keith Moon. Like, do you want to become the guys who get really into prop auctions? Uh, <laughs> like finding out what things from movies are for sale. I don't have the capital for that kind of hobby. I don't think. I do, oh, neither. I do
1: love the idea of it, but I just like I don't think I could get into it.
0: Neither. That's why I reckon we become even more annoying, where we just follow the oh. sales and be like, "Oh man, oh sold so Did well, we're like never going to be able to afford it." <laughs> did you see who brought the fucking iron maiden
1: from from tommy uh <laughs> yeah. ah, bloody keith moon 48 he's at it again <laughs> um anyway yeah the, the, he this is where he's got his gold teeth as well and he's playing the the keyboard with his feet which i enjoy too it's very good he says the line by your way to heaven which is another great line and yeah um this whole sequence is like all about like selling yourself out. Basically, you can buy oh yeah buy access to the afterlife with uh like very cheap prices. You got to buy all the merch to get in.
0: Um, yeah, because <laughs> when you die, they're going to be checking if their merch is legit. Exactly, no counterfeit merch in heaven. That's for sure. Oh no, <laughs> um, if you're wearing a Grateful Dead shirt that has a like black and white picture of the Grateful Dead on the back, you're not getting. You're in, not mate. getting in. That's fake. You aren't grateful enough. You sure, I did. You did. You aren't grateful. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. We're nearly there now, actually. Um, again, I just want to say that uh, this is really annoying for me, and that this is more money stuff playing when time is playing on screen. Like, yeah, like it's ah, it's such a shame. This I feel like this happens quite a bit where we get like commerce playing out on screen and not lining up with money.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I'd say commerce is a huge part of Western cinema. Right. And this is one of the few albums that gives enough time to the concept of commerce. But like, I don't know, maybe they've got it too late, they've got it too... Like, in a weird point, it's only been The Room that really decided to bring yeah. up money exactly when exactly. Pink Floyd did. Yeah. I yeah.
1: only, only bloody... Uh, what's the name got it right? I can't remember now.
0: Tommy Wiseau.
1: Oh, Tommy Wiseau! <laughs> Tommy. <Wiseau. laughs> oh, <Whoa>, no! <laughs>
0: Oh, that's forget everything else. We have accidentally willed into existence. That's good. Tommy Wiseau remakes Tommy oh, by the Who, and he stars as Tommy. Holy yes. shit,
1: that would be good.
0: It fits really well because you know his like little speech about like the world would be nicer if people loved each oh, other and stuff. So Tommyish. It's perfect. Oh my god, please. Yeah. And he doesn't have to do too much acting no? as long as he can kind of stand still. Yeah. Oh, it's ideal. Oh. It's perfect
1: yeah i don't know if the who would be on board but (laughs) we are (laughs) yeah oh my god okay Uh, hopefully someday tommy if you're listening tommy can you hear me uh (laughs) there we go like (laughs) get on the script start writing now boy yeah um yeah so we get a little a little bit of an intro to the camp from tommy about like welcome welcome like to my holiday camp and then um He's just talking about all the different rules that they have to follow here. Um, they've got to, like... Uh, he's saying they can't drink, they can't do drugs and all this stuff. And then he like admonishes this dude that he calls Mr. Normal who is just a guy in a, like, white shirt bowler hat and, like, a red and black striped tie. I think this dude's yeah. just, like, a classic nerd that he's just dissing. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't, like, doing anything, like, punishable. It's just, like, being normal, I
0: guess, is unokay okay here. Uh, musicians hate the norms, though. Normies. you got to say that, especially 70s rock stars. Well, there you go. It's it's up there
1: with binge
0: drinking and drug abuse, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking great stuff um yeah so tommy's rules are yeah you can't drink you can't do drugs you have to be deaf blind and dumb as well yeah and you play pinball yeah
1: he gives you out these little like he'd things that like cover your eyes and stop your mouth with a wee cork he <laughs> the line of him saying you know where to put the cork is like what <laughs> the fuck um uh yeah like and block your ears obviously uh, yeah they all they set up lines and lines of pinball machines for them to play and this is, I guess, yeah. just what you have to do, like, all the time. I don't know. Anyway, the people very quickly turn on this idea. They're like, this sucks. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. They start writing. Um, they say that we, we aren't going to take it. When I first thought this, I was like, is this the song we're not going to take it? But it's not. It is It is the, the no. Who's song, we're not going to take it, from the album Tommy. Uh, not the Twisted Sister song. No, it is not, in fact, yeah. that. no. Um, <sighs> unfortunately that will be quite the twist <laughs> like a track from another yeah. album coming in whoa out there um but yeah they aren't they aren't interested uh, we're moving into great gig and they riot and they're like beating people up climbing up these huge uh metal balls that i think are supposed to be representative of um of ping pong balls of not ping pong balls pinballs pinballs yeah yeah but they've got like big handles on them i guess so that they could put them there but <laughs> it doesn't really work um <laughs> anyway they're like climbing up them and they kill tommy's mother and uncle here yeah they get the um does she get stabbed one of them gets stabbed and the other one gets their like head beaten beaten in um yeah but anyway yeah he like Climbs through the rubble very sadly to find them, over like smashed pinball machines and stuff like that, mm. and the silver balls. <laughs> and he, he, yeah, like grieves for his mother, uh, potentially Uncle Frank. Don't really know. <laughs> He's also there, uh, yeah, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, like he uh, returns to the waterfall from the beginning of the film and the mountain. Uh, locations yeah. he's like running where through he was his, uh...
0: probably conceived yeah crazy
1: and then yeah, yeah the film ends exactly like it began but with tommy instead of his father standing in front of the this at this time rising sun yeah
0: yeah this that's a very poetic end it's kind of it would have been perfect to have like ended on i'll see you on the dark side of the moon yeah but it does end on great gig in the sky which is another that's a winner pretty good vibe yeah yeah happy with that and yeah
1: yeah. That's the one. That's it. Oh, what a bonkers experience. <laughs> Absolutely. A truly yeah. bonkers experience. It's like, I uh, thoroughly recommend. Oh, loved it. If you haven't seen Tommy, definitely seek it out. Like I'd saying this at yeah. the end when we've covered the whole film, probably not the best idea, <laughs> but it's good. Worth a watch. Yeah. If you enjoyed us talking about it, like have a, have a wee look. Cause goddamn, we can barely describe the crazy stuff that you'll see on screen. Yeah. What did you think? How did it sink?
0: Oh, well, James, it's times like this when I remember a Greek um, saying that was popularized by oh. Isaiah Berlin, you know? Okay. Um, the clever fox knows many things, oh. but the old hedgehog knows one big thing. Oh. And much like if you watch, if we're doing this like the fox, you know? Yeah. There are so many sinks. There are sinks for days. Sinks coming out of our ears yeah but then the hedgehog and us will know that this whole movie they're singing different songs
1: this is true we're ignoring the hedgehog in the room
0: we're gonna ignore the hedgehog
1: no 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 I'm saying that like, we would be if we were to uh, do that
0: yes yeah cause I think we've got like a fox 8.2 or something yeah and a hedgehog like 1.8 yeah I, I yeah. think we've got to be true to our
1: Hedgehogs within our, our Sonic the Hedgehog first owners and say that it's a <laughs>
0: 1.8 Gareth. We've got to be... Oh, really? Yeah. I, like, it's a shame, but like... I... I can disagree with you on that, I think. I I, I think we could maybe even it out, like some sort of... Um, put on our uh, tails, oh. the fox from Sonic the Hedgehog first owners. Nice. Or oh, well, maybe like some sort of terrifying cross between them, like a real spiky fox. Yep. And maybe exactly that in the middle. That exists in the OC, I'm sure. <laughs> what is um eight point two? <laughs> Bit of mass. One point on eight blog. is ten. Oh wow! Divide that by two is five. But this could be a perfect five, even five, because it sinks well, but also doesn't sink well. This could be exactly in the middle. It's true, of the true after.
1: average of yeah i like that
0: it's both yeah the true average and then like the inverse of yeah yeah i think we got it it's a clean five perfect put it up there easy yeah all right ah mark it on the graph put it on the graph plot it maybe put like a fox and hedgehog emoji on either side yeah just for a bit of
1: bit of fun on your graph. Yeah. Do it for yourself, you know. Just put some I wonder if people actually do that in school projects now, putting like emojis in the graph. Just to mess with their yeah. school teachers. I don't know. Or like I or bosses. So. <laughs> <laughs> like you're in like <laughs> out there, yeah, presenting this as a report. It's like what this, what's this little fox doing? And you're like, oh he's just he's <laughs> just on the graph. I don't know. Bit of fun.
0: Yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah. You gotta have fun with your graphs. It's true. That's the lesson of this show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No doubt. <laughs> oh, man. What are we doing next week, Gareth? Let on me. I'm ready. Okay. A big, like, shortcut to the Sinks is these dramatic, like, uh, ah, yeah. like, ah uh, sounds all across this album. And I was like, what film has the most dramatic ah? Uh? Mm. And that's when one question came into my head, James. Have you ever fired your gun in the air and gone Ah! Uh, oh! like- <laughs> Well, you're about to with Point Break. Oh, yes! Yeah. Hell yeah. 1991, Swayze and Reed. Okay,
1: quick question before we commit
0: to this, Gareth.
1: Yeah. Do we watch Point Break immediately followed by Bad Boys 2?
0: <laughs>
1: so that we can complete the meme or not?
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Let's. We've got to sprinkle in a bit of Bad Boys 2 because... To ignore we don't have bad to sink boys it 2. we don't
1: have to sink it no but we will it's a sprinkle not a sinker. yeah there we go we can what we we watch bad boys 2 after it but we don't sink it there we go yeah just for an, ex, an extra bit of flavor on the show
0: yeah exactly Perfect. maybe we won't mention it at all who knows maybe we will who knows <laughs> yeah sweet <laughs> oh <laughs> well until then yep. we've just given ourselves a little bit more work but hey, hey we do it for you i don't know if it's
1: work bad boys too and it
0: should be fun i'm excited yeah point break speaking of more work we've got to go and listen to the scar cover of brain oh, yeah. damage and edit that back right, let's do that <laughs> um but yeah until our next episode um i've been gareth Blackler. i've been james barron the pinball wizard and we'll see you on the dark side of Keith Moon.
1: Show sure, plays me, pinball. Du <laughs>
0: burdo. <laughs>